This podcast was recorded before the global pandemic. While the world looks a lot different today, we believe this content remains valuable for helping organizations move forward and emerge stronger. Payroll does more than cut the check. Payroll is taking a front seat role in workforce expansion, data compliance, employee engagement, and much more. Today on the Workday podcast, we're going to talk about how the function of payroll is evolving, the ways it's delivering greater value and impact to the business. I'm Ellen Murphy, and I'm here with Colin Brennan at Alight Solutions. Colin, welcome to the Workday podcast. Before we dive in, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what this topic means to you? Definitely, Ellen. I've been at Alight for a long time, and payroll is core to what we do. And so we think about the environment and where people are at. We realize that every business has workers, and all those workers like to be paid. In a world that's increasingly complex, payroll is the one thing that's been stable that people are really focused on. And for me, it's really important to make sure that we get people paid on time. And more recently, people are looking to get paid faster and faster. So critical topic today and one that we're highly focused on. Great. So traditionally, payroll has been pretty straightforward, tracking employee hours and cutting checks. But as changing business needs have pushed payroll to evolve, what are some of the changes that you're seeing in payroll? We're seeing a number of different things happen in the payroll space. So first, we're seeing people want to get their pay more quickly so that they can meet their own needs around their home payments and life payments and those things. Everything we're doing is towards speeding up both the payroll itself, but also the delivery of the payroll. So once you get the checks cut, there's been an evolution from the old days of a paper check to ACH to pay cards to now electronic means. And so people are looking to get their pay much more quickly. And probably in the not too distant future, folks want to get their pay on Apple Pay and things like that to be able to use it. We're also seeing an increase in self-service. More and more workers expect to be able to get access to their pay in real time. For those that work an hourly job and may not know how many hours they got credited for, what their overtime was, they want to be able to go into an app on their phone, wherever they're at, and see their pay and understand what they got paid for and what they didn't get paid for, what hours got approved and what didn't get approved. Increasingly, we're seeing users really focused in on wanting to be able to see their pay in real time and then wanting to be able to get it much more quickly. Right. Also, how have other technology advancements changed expectations of payroll? So I know we talked about faster pay too, but is there anything else that people are expecting from that? Similar to the experience they have in their everyday life, they're expecting the technology to help them make it easier to find their payroll. They're expecting us to be able to run it more quickly. The other big advent that we've seen in the payroll space is the advent of machine learning and AI to help with things like anomaly detection. Historically, payroll providers ran payroll based on the input they received from employers, but it was really hard to catch things like if a file wasn't there, that would get caught. But if a file was there and it was missing 50 hours for everybody in the file, those things were really hard to track down. And so increasingly with the technology we have available, you can actually look back at someone's history. You can understand that the first paycheck of every two-week cycle or every monthly cycle, they get an extra bonus. And this time I don't see that bonus for them. And so it's allowed us to run in mass checks against payroll, but also look back against history and find things that we might have missed in the past from an anomaly perspective. That's really great for an employee engagement perspective too to make sure that you're really making sure people are getting paid correctly and on time. So do the expectations of payroll differ between large and mid-sized companies and also by industry? There are definitely differences we see between mid-sized companies and large companies, not necessarily in their expectations, not necessarily in what they have to do, 
but definitely in the size of their payroll department, their ability to handle complexity, their ability to adjust to regulatory changes and things like that. So it's interesting. In the payroll space, the size of the company doesn't necessarily dictate the complexity. You could be a really small company, but if you operate in all 50 states and you have unions and you have local taxes you're collecting and paying, that can be just as complex as a very large company that only operates in one or two states. And so size doesn't necessarily mean anything, but generally speaking, Larger organizations have a bigger payroll department, they have more HR people, they have more ability to invest in technology, and so they've been able to do things at a different scale than some of the smaller companies. The irony in the whole thing is that the small companies sometimes have more complexity, less people to work on it, and thus the technology is really helping to even the playing field where they can do things like anomaly detection, things like automated pay, things like daily payroll, items that they weren't able to do from a scale or cost perspective previously. How about companies that are looking to expand their operations? Does payroll affect their ability to expand their workforce globally or respond to the global marketplace? This is definitely a place where we've seen companies struggle. And so in today's world, it's far easier for a company that today exists in Cleveland, Ohio and sells widgets to go out to the web and be able to sell their their products there. We are starting to see companies that were historically U.S.-based, small companies, now starting to sell on the web and now starting to hire merchandisers in different countries, starting to open operations in different countries, figuring out if they get their product moving, they need distribution in different countries. And so if you've been used to running on a small platform payroll in the U.S. only, and all of a sudden your business strategy shifts and you need to be in multiple countries, multiple states, multiple geographies, your board, your C-suite is looking to move quickly, that payroll platform can become an inhibitor. So we've definitely seen organizations thinking more about the future and where they go with it, using platforms like Workday to help make sure that they're ready to adapt to whatever comes their way. And we've definitely seen an uptick in global payroll. So with the CEOs, CFOs today, they want to make sure they're held accountable to making sure that they pay people accurately around the world. Sometimes that's really hard to do if you don't have visibility to what's going on. So 10 years back, most companies had local payroll providers. They may have even been paid by the local business, maybe in local currency. Very hard to get a view into what was going on with payroll at a global level. Today, the technology has evolved and many of the global payroll platforms have evolved to allow you to have either one vendor or multiple vendors, but aggregate that data back together to get a holistic view of what's happening within your company. Right. That makes sense. Because if it's in different systems, it's so hard to get that singular view. So what are the biggest obstacles you see that prevent companies from meeting payroll expectations? I would say the biggest obstacles today are, one is technology. There's still a number of organizations out there that are running older technology that can't keep up with their needs today. As we talked about, as things go more global, as people expect self-service, as you look to get to daily payroll, Think about a gig economy where a worker may work for you in the morning and drive Uber at night. You know, who's looking at that payroll and aggregate? And technology is definitely evolving rapidly, and companies are starting to adopt that. So the technology is there. It's moving people along from where they've been to where they're headed to. The other one is within the payroll departments. And so the expectations of the payroll department is also changing. Ten years ago, as we looked at those departments, they were manual process, compliance, and checking. Today, what you want in a payroll department is folks that are analytical and looking at the data, understanding the trends, looking for outliers. You know, want people that help do fraud detection. And so even the expectations of payroll has changed and the systems are making it easier to get it out. 
but the people have to upskill to be able to meet those needs as well. We're definitely seeing a shift in that place. The other one that makes payroll complex today is just the regulatory environment. You know, it is a highly regulated space. In the last few years, we've seen moves where more states are taxing people. And so if you run a professional services business like I do, and you have consultants that are traveling in and out of states, you travel to New York and you work in New York, even if it's for three days a year, they want taxes for those three days. And that has created a level of complexity that now payroll has to deal with to say, where were people? Did we track their time? How much did they work there? And that will continue to be an increasingly complex area as we think about the future of payroll. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. How are leaders overcoming these payroll hurdles due to these regulatory changes and then also getting their employees upskilled in these areas as well? There are three key areas, Ellen, that people are looking at. So one is the system and technology. And today there are multiple ways to get to an outcome, but really having a core integrated system. And the keyword there is integrated. And so what we're starting to see is the value of having HCM and payroll and your recruiting data tied together where from the time you recruit somebody, you onboard them and you get them into the system and then off to payroll, if it's one integrated core system, you don't have integrations going back and forth that you're worried about. You don't have to think about did the file run or not run. If you're doing timekeeping in the same system, as soon as somebody puts that time in, it's there and available. And so your ability to run audits and think about what's there, your ability to forecast your financials if you're a professional services firm or others really has changed dramatically. And so definitely the technology is one. We talked a little bit earlier about the payroll departments. So people are definitely looking to upskill their payroll departments. More and more folks are looking to use suppliers to do co-source payroll, where they'll have people within their organization that are really experts at their company, what they do, their pay schemes, how they do it. But they'll look to offload things like tax filing and garnishments, some of those nuances that are harder to do and that people can now do at scale in a very different way for them. How can payroll leaders build partnerships with other teams and get a seat at the strategy table? I think one of the key areas, Ellen, where payroll teams can gain that seat at the table is by working and thinking about the business strategy. And so often as we look at the payroll teams, they're the last to know about changes that are happening in the organization. If a business is going into a completely different line of business, and so maybe historically you've worked in a business that did manufacturing, and now you're starting to move into a services-based business, the way that you pay people, the way that you think about those businesses can look different. So to me, the core piece is making sure that payroll has a strategic role at the leadership level within HR, making sure that there's education the payroll department is doing on what they need, what's important, things to think about, lead times as they go through processes, that they're in the loop on those ahead of time. Because the one thing that's always true is people like to be paid on day one, and so making sure that they can support somebody as they're going through a process. And often during those business processes, there's also retention that's happening and different things within the organization that payroll becomes a key part of that employee experience. So for payroll leaders to be more focused on connecting with the HRLT, connecting with their CEO, reading through the quarterly filings, looking at the vision and strategy, understanding what the business presidents are headed to, those things all help from a strategy perspective and help give more lead time to changes you may need to make to support the business. Great. So when you think about the changing regulatory landscape, how can companies keep up? That's a great question. And the regulatory landscape is changing rapidly, not only in the U.S., but around the world. And so if you think about U.S. regulation, more and more states are looking to get paid for things. California just invoked a new rule that says contingent workers are going to get treated as real workers or full-time workers. And so that changes the way you think about them from an employment status and from a payroll perspective. And so instead of paying them through AP, you now may have to pay them through payroll. And so In that landscape, I think there are a couple things companies can do to stay up with the regulation. So one is obviously the software partners. So 
they're invested in it. And certainly in the age of cloud technology, one of the brilliant pieces of that technology is that a change that gets made gets propagated to everybody. And so in many cases, we're seeing our customers rely on the software to help detect some of those pieces. There's obviously regulatory boards and payroll statuses and things like that that people can keep up on. But I think the big one is having a solid piece of underlying technology that helps drive a process and framework that will ask you those questions is one of the key areas. As you look ahead, what changes do you see coming in payroll? What's going to shift in the years to come? Yeah, for me, payroll's an exciting place. And so not everybody gets excited about payroll, but when you think about it, it's one that's evolved a lot over the last few years. And so if you think about payroll today, it's very different than it was in the past. And many of the things we do today, I would argue, came out of limitations around technology and process from the past. So most organizations pay in two-week increments. Some still pay in monthly increments. Lots of companies pay in arrears. And the reason for that was it used to take a long time to manually correlate time cards, get them to punches, get them into valued units, and get them to payroll, and then process through all those pieces. And even once you got that done, it took days, if not weeks, to get people a paycheck. Many of the things that we do today were built on that paradigm. Today, however, in the age of integrated systems and automated time cards, you can collect data in real time, and you can actually audit and scrub it throughout the days and weeks. You know, we can run payroll in a two-hour window. As you look at the evolution of what we've done on the delivery side, you've gone from paper paychecks to ACH to pay cards to electronic delivery. Now we've had these things called e-checks, where people can get emailed the check that they can take to their bank and deposit. So that's moving really rapidly, and it's kind of neat technology. The self-service side of it is really intriguing. So today we're doing things where if you're an hourly worker who doesn't know what their pay is going to be every week, what we see is every week people log in to go to the portal to look at their pay. Hey, wouldn't it be great if I could just text you out your pay and say, hey, Ellen, here's what you got paid this week. Come to the site if you have questions instead of you having to remember to go look at it. We're seeing a lot of evolution in the payroll space. And I think the combination of nicer front ends that give people better access to data and ability to drill down really quickly, the collection tools that have really sped up the process and what's going on, delivery mechanisms that get people to pay the way they want to be paid at a time they want to be paid, all those things are coming together. And, and where that really has value is in the future, if you think about people that are gig workers where they're doing three or four different jobs, they don't want to wait two weeks to get paid. I want to drive for uh, a car service in the morning and get paid for that in the afternoon. Or I want to work my one day with you and get paid for that right away. And the tools, technology, the process changes are all driving to a place where you can do that in a much more rapid framework which is what people have come to expect in their daily lives. Really making it easy for employees to figure out they don't need to be proactive in terms of logging in and remembering how to manage that themselves. Yeah, and as we think about it, even as you think about the future of compliance, as more and more people work on these gigs, the government is still going to want to get their taxes. And so who's looking at them across those employment engagements and thinking about their paycheck in aggregate? Today, in a traditional model, People work for the same company, you work two weeks, we see your hours, we can calculate your taxes, and it's pretty clean. If you think about the future, having an organization that can look across somebody's different assignments, think about their pay in totality and think about how to tax that is going to be a really important piece of the process. Right, and really challenging if people are doing gigs within different states because the rem remote workforce or international as well makes it much more complex, I'm sure. Exactly. So do you have any key takeaways for companies that are looking to run payroll more strategically in their organization? Anything we haven't touched on? You know, the first and the biggest thing is payroll has to shift from being an administrative process to a strategic process. As payroll evolves, moving people from being payroll processors to being analysts. And so 
within our business, as we moved to a core integrated cloud platform, we were able to take about two days out of our payroll process. So time cards are integrated. We don't have to wait from feeds from a time system. We can value it every day. We can actually run a lot of our checks and audits at a time. And so in our department, I know what people have done is look to say, how do you use those two days we got back to be more strategic? Look for things that stand out. Look for things that are missing. Do more audits and validation of the data. And that shift from just a processing organization to a strategic part of the organization is key. And then the other one is making sure that you're plugged into the business strategy and where your business is going. Looking at and understanding from your leaders where they want to go, new businesses they might want to evolve into, new geographies and territories they're thinking about, and finding that seat at the table. At the end of the day, it comes back to the worker. And and at the end of the day, if you're going to work for an organization, whoever they are, you want to make sure you get paid. And so getting that right is key. So thinking about how you move from that processing place to being more strategic driven, getting more aligned with the business process will help payroll departments be much more strategic. Great. Well, thank you so much, Colin. Uh, That's all the time we have for today. Uh, Thank you for visiting us here at the Workday Podcast. And if you'd like to hear more, please subscribe.